King's Kids Combos. King's Kids Combos. King's Kids Combos. King's Kids Combos. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Kid Combos podcast, where we have one big combo about living for Christ in the culture today. I'm your host, Abby Jolie. And this is season two, episode two. So if you haven't already listened to the season two premiere, very first episode, please don't forget to add that to your queue. And if you've taken a look at the title, you know, you saw the breaking down the lies of loneliness and investigating the word, but you will recognize that we are not alone today. We actually have a very, very special guest. She is honestly one of the sweetest people I've ever met. She's given me a couple of pointers um, of her own. She has her own beautiful podcast, which I'm going to invite her to talk about herself. So whether you're in your car, your workout room, your classroom, wherever you're at, just please open up your hearts and your ears and your claps to Miss Jasmine Chroma. <laughs> Wow, thank you so much, Abby, for inviting me on. I'm so excited. And like Abby said, my name is Jasmine Chroma. Um, I am the host of Let's Brunch podcast. Um, and yeah, we talk about candid conversations about Christ, um, becoming rooted and united in Christ, um, offer up lots of resources to help you dive into the word. Um, and yeah, do it pretty imperfectly, but love it. And I'm so excited to chat with you today about loneliness and diving into the word. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, all right. So you've already expressed this to me before, but if you could just tell the listeners how you came about to start your ministry, your podcast ministry, you know, what got you started? What got you motivated? Yeah. So um, I actually... I guess it first started, I had interned at my church um, about sophomore, no, my summer going into my sophomore year. And I just came off of that internship feeling super inspired, really fired up about sharing the word of God. Um, and even at that time, like I would say my with Jesus wasn't that strong, but I just knew after coming off of that internship that I really wanted to um, find a way that I could personally share what I was learning about God in any capacity. So it first looked like just sharing that on Snapchat and like literally taking a picture in my Bible, typing out a verse that I learned, and then trying to like pretty much poorly explain what I thought it meant. <laughs> um, and so I did that very imperfectly, but that was something that honestly kept me consistent in, you know, reading the word, but also sharing it. And that's a huge part of our relationship with God is to share what he's doing in and in and through our lives. Um, and so that's how that began. And then that pretty quickly fell off. Um, and then I guess once Instagram started becoming bigger, I kind of took it to Instagram stories and was sharing on there. I tried the whole blog thing that didn't work out. I was just not consistent. <laughs> um, but what seemed to be consistent was always the Instagram stories. Um, and then I think I kind of really, what really drastically changed was obviously, you know, the global pandemic, everyone's at home. Um, right. I kind of had this epiphany where I 
uh, amongst other things, was just like removing different distractions, different things that just like weren't honoring to God to begin with. Um, and just being out of that environment. And um, I felt like this was the best time to really reconnect with God um, and, and pick that, pick up, um, you know, that pen of just like writing what God is sharing, um, you know, placing on my heart and just sharing it authentically, not really thinking about how perfect it is or the grammar or the length, but just literally sharing like, Hey, I read this verse today. This is what it meant to me. This is what I'm going through and posting it. Um, And Mm -hmm. people started to really love it. And so I thought, you know what, why not start a page where I can, you know, do what I love. I love um, storytelling. I love making content. Um, So why not just dive deeper into this and like explore this gift that I have and see where God takes it. And so that was at the beginning of the pandemic. And now almost, I guess like a year ish, a year and a half ish later, we're here still doing that, Um, have the podcast. And yeah, I guess it's more of like a digital ministry really just sharing the good news through social media um and so yeah but I'm I'm really lucky that I get to do that and it's been fun oh my gosh yes and I love that you said that we both have that in common I love storytelling I love that I can use the whole content creation aspect to be a storyteller and and just do it creatively and artistically like that's awesome that's what I really you said it perfectly like I'm gonna need to record this answer and be like so why do you do what you do it's like yeah I just love storytelling and I love hearing people's stories and whatnot yeah yeah Um, but I have a couple icebreaker questions for you yeah um and the first one being is there a new preacher podcast influencer musical artist that has recently caught your eye or ear Ooh, okay this is good um I think I have a few so I guess for social media or just people in general, um, I love to follow this woman named Alexandra Hoover. Um, Yes. She actually serves at the church that I go to here, but she's always been someone that I've looked up to from a distance. Um, Just one, just like an incredible woman of God. But also, she's so approachable. Like even through your con, even through her content, you can tell that she's like personable. Um, she just shares like her authentic self, um, and then also just seeing other women of color who are leading in ministry. Um, so she's Latina, um, and I just love like getting to hear her story, getting life a little bit through her lens. Um, and like hear her like she this girl like knows the word and like teaches it and teaches it with so much passion um she's a writer um and yeah I just love how authentic her content is like nothing about her page is forced it's like Mm -hmm. you go there and you feel like that's your friend um so (laughs) I love following her um let's see I'm trying to think musical artists I mean I've will never get tired of Maverick City. Um, <laughs> who doesn't who doesn't get tired of Maverick yeah, City? I just like uh, and I know people have like their things about it, but honestly like even more than just like the people that are involved, it's like the what I really appreciate it about it and I guess maybe you can relate to this too because of storytelling, but like the it's the fact that I can listen to some of the songs over and over and over again and learn something new about God or like go back to my Bible and then be like, Oh wait, like this was a lyric in that yes. song I listened to. And like, you can tell that they really take time to 
go to the word to have that like have the spirit inspire their lyrics so it's not just like these random songs that they're making up but it's like wow like I'm really learning about God um and then also kind of incorporating those songs that are like this is how I talk to Jesus and this is what um you know this is how I worship him when I'm feeling such and such a way like I love just the way they go about creating and it's so like God is really has his hand on that (laughs) Um, that that is it like that is it because yeah I mean I it's like when you kind of say that you love university music it's like where do I begin (laughs) because I I have like 30 other songs saved but like you said when you constantly have those things on repeat because I just do it they're they're always on my playlist yeah um, it's just like I go back to it and I don't know maybe it was like you, when you're always listening to gospel, because I grew up on gospel and I grew up on Christian too, but when you mm-hmm. go up and, and stuff, sometimes you get caught up in the, just like the, I don't say theatrics, but the theatrics of it all. It's just like, yeah. yes, we're praising, like, yes, but, you know, Maverick City Music, they just began to speak things that, hey, like, I think that very thing, like when I'm right. feeling upset or when I'm lonely or like, right. God, I can't hear you. Like, it, it just sounded like, that real authentic stuff. And to me, when it sounds authentic and real and believable, I just feel as though that God's in it. Like, I I mean, I just couldn't have said it better myself. Like, that's really how it feels to listen to their music. And um, I think it's Alex Hoover. She, I'm so jealous that you, like, really get to, like, be close by some of these people. (laughs) She really gets to be close by them. Because I always feel like I'm so isolated here in Baltimore. Um, Girl, come visit. Come visit. Let's make it happen. Let's definitely make it happen. All right. So my next thing is, I know of one of your talents, but would you say that you have a hidden talent or quote unquote side hobby? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, so I grew up dancing, um, but I don't think that's a hidden talent. I it's a passion of mine. I want to keep dancing till like I can't really dance anymore. Um, <laughs> But I wouldn't say that's hidden, but I do love it. Um, I don't know. Maybe I've I've been trying to get into, like, baking. Uh, like, since quarantine has begun, I've started making this, like, pumpkin, like, pumpkin bread and, like, banana chocolate chip bread. Yeah. Those have been, like, my favorite to make. Now I'm just, like, I need somebody to invite me somewhere <laughs> so I can bring it. Um, yeah. But I love that. I would say, yeah, that's maybe that's my new hidden talent. Now, I'm not an expert, but I'm learning. <laughs> is TikTok learning. helping? Right, right, right. <laughs> TikTok is okay. helping. TikTok is helping. Um, I love YouTube. You know, with technology, you can just Google any type of recipe and get the ingredients, which is nice. So, but yeah, I would say baking. <laughs> yeah, I like baking. My mom always says because people who are creative, it's like, you guys can practically do anything. Like, sometimes, like, I want to do makeup, but they really do, like, content creation. It's like, it's really right. all the same because <laughs> you can just apply this creativity, spirit-likeness right. to whatever you want to do. And I just think it kind of just works out. Yeah, that's so true. But, yes, before we get into it, into it, I wanted yes. to share something with you yes. um, and the listeners um, just because, you know, this season, it's about transparency. It's about just, like, not waiting for that buffer, not waiting for those like rehearsed lines to go through yeah. and just like getting straight to it. So um, 
admittedly, yesterday, or this morning, really, I was up at one o'clock in the morning. I wish I was asleep, but I was not. And I, I think I was just like finishing doing my hair or something. It was just really late. And I knew that, you know, we were going to be recording. Yeah. And I was really tired. But you know, I said to myself, you, know, you need to open up your computer, like you just need to go over these notes, like you need to know. And, you know, <laughs> I had already written the script. I've been doing this for a couple weeks now. So it's yeah. like, I know what I really want to talk about. But to me, it was just like, I'm shouting out my perfectionist here. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to move on with something or just go to bed when you just feel like something's hanging over your head or something's yeah. not absolutely perfect. Every single scenario isn't thought out. Yeah. And I remember I knew that this week was going to be really hectic for me. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, mom, I could really use some prayer, you know, and she prayed over me and the specific line came up. She said, you know, Abby, well, well she said, God you know my daughter, you know her Mm -hmm. heart, you know her likes, you know her dislikes, and you know how she's wired. Mm -hmm. And believe me, there's a point, there's a point. And, (laughs) you know, in the moment when I was about to open up my computer, scroll through these boatloads of notes like a crazy woman, I just (laughs) felt like the Holy Spirit was like, just go to bed. Like, just go to sleep. And that's so not like me. So I was immediately reminded of what my mom had just prayed over me and how I needed to submit to that just rest. Like God openly invited me into rest. And he said, I know you, I know how you're wired. I know the past 13 plus years, you know, you've stayed up pulling all nighters doing schoolwork and you've always felt like you need to know, but you're not going to know how tomorrow's going to go. All you can do is trust in me. And I wanted to be transparent that, Y'all, I went to bed and I got rest and we are here doing the episode and I am fully (laughs) prepared and I probably would have had robotic and inauthentic answers had I stayed up and not listened to the Lord. But Jasmine, please go ahead and tell the people what a move of God list is. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, thank you first for your transparency. I love that story. Um, But yeah, the move of God list. Um, it was just, I had did, did a study. I don't know if anybody's familiar with Delight Ministries, but they have um, these studies that they release like once every semester. Um, and they had a move of God study. Um, and it just taught you kind of be how to be observant about, you know, um, God's peace or uh, really just being observant about the little things he's doing that aren't really actually little, um, but are moves and in, in ways in which he is really impacting our lives. And so um, after I did that study, I was like, you know what? I don't want to miss, I really don't want to miss um, any small moves, any big moves like that God is doing in my life. I don't want to just go about life just like kind of like taking on all these blessings, but like not really taking the time to, uh, to rest in them or not really take, taking the time to observe them and thank him. Um, so I have a move of God list on my phone. It's just on my notes app. Um, and I take it out. Like if anything, like literally it could be like, Oh, I met with a friend for coffee and we talked about, I don't know, like her dogs, that's a move of God. Like, or you know what? Yesterday I had a little extra bit of cash in my pocket. Someone needed, you know, an extra $5. I gave it to them. Or, you know, today I got to sleep in an extra 15 minutes. Like literally like anything 
big, yeah. minor, whatever, whatever it looks like. I think it just teaches you one to kind of like humble yourself um, mm-hmm. and kind of just like look at your life knowing that one, it's really not your own. Um, and two, in a way that's like coming coming from a place and posture of gratitude that allows you to just be like so um, aware of of God's intervention on your life. Like nothing, when we do life with God, like nothing is a mistake. Um, nothing is an error. Um, like everything in it happens in its own divine timing uh, because of who God is and his sovereignty and his authority. And so I think just like, taking a moment at the end of each day to be like, okay, what actually happened today? Like, even if it's as simple as like, I woke up, like I am breathing healthily. Like my family didn't get COVID. Um, Just like those types of things and writing them down and um, just trying to keep track of them so that honestly, it's like your receipt for when you do feel at your lowest point, you can look back at that list and be like, you know what? No, God is really moving in my life and he has moved before. And so who's to say he won't do it again? Um, and so, yeah, but I love that. I love my list. <laughs> I snaps keep it updated as much as possible. Uh, and I'm not perfect at it, but I try to as much as possible. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love that because you, I mean, we're, we're, I'm a journaler. I'm a writer. Yeah. So as soon as I'm going through something, I'm going straight to this. But I love that this is a whole nother thing within itself. Like, no, this is a list. Yeah. And then um, if you listen to Jasmine's podcast, she has gone over her move of God list over um, a bracket of time. And that yeah. is lovely as well. I just I just love that. The reason why I wanted you to mention it was just because the average person would be like, okay, well, like, you just, like, chose to go to bed, or, like, so what? Like, (laughs) you went to bed, and you didn't do it, but to me, that was where I saw God's hand, and that takes a heightened sense of awareness in your spirit to be, like, no, like, that's God being intentional, like, God was intentional in that moment, like, that wasn't just me, like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go to bed, Mm -hmm. no, like, God knows me, and he was looking out for me, like, it's something, it's something to thank God for when he's saving you from your own self. Like Mm -hmm. your human nature is going to do everything that he says not to do. But he was like, Hey, before you go there (laughs) and look like a zombie tomorrow, let's just go to bed and pick this back up in the middle of the day. And I'm so glad that we finally got to it. But (laughs) <laughs> as the as the pastors say, that was just the intro. That was right. that was just the intro. Now I'm going to really pray us in, and we can really yeah. get to the topics that you know we are here to discuss. Um, so, dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this podcast. I pray that you would make this podcast a vessel. I pray that it would lead people to the still waters. I pray that it would just lead people into your presence, Lord God. I pray that you would sit right beside me and Jasmine in this moment and just feed us the words and the conversation that you'd like us to have in this moment. I pray that it would bless the ears and the hearts of the people who really need to hear this message, Lord God. Um, I pray that, that their eyes would be open to what it is you want them to say and their eyes would be open to your hand moving across their lives, Lord God. So we thank you for this podcast and it's in Jesus name that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So when I was fasting, um, and I did briefly tell you this too, 
Mm-hmm. I was preparing for the season and I really needed some answers. And, you know, for a long time, I'm going to admit, my homeboy God was not answering. I was <laughs> like, God, like, I don't really know what's going on. I don't know if I'm on the escalator and you just, you know, I just haven't gotten there yet. But <laughs> I was like, Abigail, it was like the little shoulder thing, the little angel, the angel devil thing. It's like, you know, you need to fast. You know, that's what's necessary. Oh my goodness. So. I went into fasting and I was just wondering what topics I should hit on this season because it doesn't always just flow. We talked about yeah. that, like just creative blocks, even when it's you're so in hard. spirit. Yeah. Like it, it's just not always easy. Things just don't come 27 episodes in one season. Right. So <laughs> the Lord just said the simplest thing to me. He said, talk about what you're going through right now. Yeah. And I was like, God, please. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> nobody want to hear what I am, what I'm going through, please. Yeah. But then he also dropped something else to my, into my spirit. And he said, you know, people don't get transformed or blessed or impacted with perfection. They, wow. That's not the highlights that moves them. Yeah, It's like with your podcast, when I heard things, it was because you were being your imperfect self. And I yeah. love that. So I would just like to know if you would talk about your season of loneliness. What was happening during that time? Were you in school? Were you at work? What made you just look in the mirror and be like, God, I'm really lonely right now? Yeah, I would say it's definitely in college, um, which I love my alma mater. I went to Hampton University, um, but there were definitely moments where I felt like I was the only person going through what I was going through, even at a school where you feel like your classmates are your family. Um, you know, I've, and I've mentioned this on my podcast too, but it's definitely possible to be surrounded by so many people and still feel lonely. Mm. Um, and that's exactly how I felt. I think also, um, I think also before I went to college, um, part of my story is that, you know, I always saw, I, I think I always equated my faith or being a Christian to being that cookie cutter good girl. Like that's what I equated that to be. And so when I stepped into college, that was the image that I carried. Um, And it's somewhat true about myself, but it was an image that I felt like I carried the weight of that. Um, And so, you know, going about that and kind of finding that that's not everyone's cup of tea or that might be the not be the most popular and kind of really struggling and wrestling with, um, okay, like, you know, I like who I am as a person, but it seems like other people really don't like that unless I conform to what everyone else is doing. Um, and that wrestle is what really was, um, internally, like the, the most I had ever been, um, because I didn't know how to explain that to people. Like, I didn't know how to explain, to people that, you know what, I really don't actually like partying and drinking, but I know that's what everyone else is doing. And I know that you'll hang out with me if I do that. So I'll just do Mm -hmm. that, even though I really don't like it. And I'll just struggle and sit in this loneliness by myself because no one else is going to understand that that's not really what I want to do, but that's what I have to do. And that's how it felt. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was really kind of like my, I would say, being on campus and I wouldn't say that like I'm I would never 
what's what's the word project you know my loneliness onto someone else and say like they're the reason why I felt this way yeah um there were lots of other decisions that you know in my state of rebelliousness to God I chose to do um but it did feel like that and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that as well um Christian or not Christian um it's just hard when you are going through things walking through things that you are just not really wanting to share with other people that's when you feel at your loneliness loneliness where you're like gosh like who do I talk to about this like I'm struggling and no one else gets it when honestly probably a lot of people get it yeah (laughs) we're just all not talking to each other about it yes yes thank you thank you for your transparency um I really appreciate it and you you just touched on that Christian girl that really stuck out to me because that upholding that I don't say like it's a mold really or yeah yeah it's just like you feel as though that you have to stick with this mold and you kind of just end up going through whatever season you're going through or Mm -hmm. whatever bad decision you did and then it kind of comes back on you're like okay well how am I going to handle this when I'm still trying to fit this Christian girl mold right and you you grew up in church I'm sure you can relate to that just it's like and especially if you were like me, I would kind of consider myself a, almost a poster child for my, my home church. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like, those are good girls. Like, she's a good yeah. girl, you know. And, and it's just like, oh. And then, like, school was pulling you a whole nother direction. Exactly. And in, in your series, you, if you, I will link that. Don't, don't even worry about it, y'all. I'm going <laughs> to link the podcast and I'm going to link the series. Um, but in your loneliness series, you made a really impactful point where you mentioned that Jesus was lonely too. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was just sitting there like, wow, hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah. But he really, he really has experienced all that we've gone through. And then I began reading Hebrews then, you know, that that's a great passage to read if you yeah. are just wondering about your faith in general, the yeah. whole thing. Um, and the scripture says, you know, God or Jesus doesn't, you know, help us having not being able to relate to us. Yeah. Like he's been through everything that we've been through. And a lot of times it's like, oh, but he made it through. But no, he was human just like us. He was really like, oh my gosh, like, I'm going to die. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, God, yeah. please. Like, if there's Literally. any other way. Um, and so when I heard that, I was just like, God, that was like super gnarly. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> so I just want to know what birthed this series about loneliness. Was it the period of loneliness that you were experiencing? Was it just something that the Holy Spirit put in your heart to just bring back up again? And why break it down into a series? Yeah. So honestly, I think um, just... Like I said, in the pandemic, I had so much time to reflect. And one of the one of the major things that like I would say is such a gift from I guess maybe even like a fruit from this season of the pandemic was just that like my relationship with God is the strongest it's ever been. Um, And I truly think it's because of that change of environment. Um, I think if I would have stayed, you know, if if I would have finished out the year on campus, um, I think I would have become someone that really just wasn't me. I was already becoming someone that wasn't me and someone that um, 
God wasn't calling me to be. I was really in a place where I was living for the validation of others. Um, and I was just really like my most rebellious self uh, <laughs> and kind of just didn't care. I, th- I think I was living on that high of senior year and just like, okay, like it's my last year. I'm just going to go all out. I don't really care what anyone says. Um, like this is who I'm choosing to be. I have more friends. Like people actually want to hang out with me. Like these were real thoughts <laughs> going mm-hmm. in my head. Um, and so to have that pandemic and it was almost immediately um, when I kind of left campus and we had the pandemic and everything it was like wow like I would look back through my camera roll and I kind of saw like oh my gosh like I don't even know who that girl is anymore like Mm -hmm. it's a completely different girl I was looking at videos from just like you know people that I was hanging out with or just different parties that I was at and just like like Jasmine that is not you like I don't even know who that is um and just in reflection of how I could see how lonely I was like in those pictures, in those videos um, and kind of being like, wait, (sighs) like I, I know other people are going through this. I know other people may not even know what this feeling is that they're feeling and how I've always heard that God has, there's nothing that Jesus has, um, or there's nothing that we have been through that Jesus hasn't. And I'm like, but when was he ever lonely? Like, I was like, when I need to research this because I don't get it. Like it wasn't like Jesus was like ever tempted to go to a party. Like it wasn't like that. And you know, that's how I was really thinking in my head. Um, And, um, but thankfully, thankfully we have the internet. We have physical Bibles that we can just pour into. And I was just praying over it because I'm like, um, it's one thing to be lonely in undergrad. Then we have this, you know, period of where everyone's in isolation in a pandemic. But then on top of that, I was experiencing this post-graduation loneliness of like, what the heck? I'm adulting now. I don't know what to do. Undergrad was so nice because everything was planned for me. Now I have to make new friends in a pandemic and I, I was in grad school for a little bit. I have to make new friends there. And like, I felt so lonely again so I was just desperate for for God to really show me like one I'm not alone two being alone isn't always a bad thing and three like Jesus went through this like I need I need to see that Jesus went through this so that I know that I'm truly not alone in the feeling of loneliness (laughs) so that's kind of how that series began um but yeah yeah Man, I I just, I identify with it. I feel like, you know, if you're being upfront about it and you've gone away to college, it's it's no easy feat to just, even if you grew up in church, you know, it's just, it's no easy feat to be up against all the temptations and spirits and things that you're around and, and then come out clean right <laughs> you're, you're just it's, it's, it's not, not I'm not gonna say it's not gonna happen because the Lord can work and if your spirit is willing trust right but you, you know it's hard out here <laughs> it, it's hard and it would just be very unrealistic to to walk into it um just haphazardly um yeah. just without not thinking about that whole thing and uh the loneliness period at least for me I began to write it down um mm-hmm. And I remember feeling like 
I don't really want to talk about it to anybody. And like we were, yeah. you were just saying, like, you know, we know everybody's going through this, but because you're so caught up in your own emotions, it's like, you know, we're just not talking about it. And I'm just yeah. going to go through this by myself. And I remember feeling like I just don't want to talk about it to anybody. And even though I knew I could talk to God about it, I still felt like I shouldn't because yeah. it almost felt like a complaint. Yeah. And during the season that you were talking about, you were feeling lonely, but you were um, surrounded by people, quote unquote, and they just, you would say what they were distractions or just like, just things to keep you entertained. I think it was just, it was more of that struggle of like, okay, I know who I'm called to be, but I also feel like I have to please those around me and make sure that I'm still the person that they want to be around. Um, and so that was really that conflict, like, that conflict is what makes it so lonely because it's like okay they may not understand what I say when I say I'm I know I'm called higher than this like I know this isn't the way that I that I want to be living I know this isn't the life that is honoring to God but to them it's like no this is what college is this YOLO you only live once we're only in our 20s once um and so that was the most conflicting thing and it may not have been that you know they were doing it purpose, purposefully, uh, purposely, but on, on purpose. I don't know if that's a word. On purpose. <laughs> um, but it was just that maybe they just didn't see where everyone's in a different stage of faith journeys. Uh, but I felt like they just wouldn't have understood if mm-hmm. I if I told them. So. And- And that really leads me into what were some of the very lies that the enemy was feeding you during that time that you can identify with right now? Um, And how did you fight through them? You know, were there scriptures involved and did you directly fight with them or did it kind of take a minute or did you just think about it just now in your reflective period? (laughs) Um, I would definitely say that I think for the hardest thing in honestly, in any stage of loneliness, wherever you're at there, you're always going to have other voices on top of the word of God. So you have options, right? Like there are, there are plenty of options you can think about, or you can think to listen to. um, And it's up to us to choose to be yielded to the Holy Spirit to choose to listen to those convictions. Um, and one of the lies that really, really came from my life, honestly, <laughs> um, was I think just like this, I don't know, almost like an excuse of like, well, we're in our 20s. Mm. Like we're, we're young in our faith, we're in our 20s. So like now's the time to make all the mistakes and now's the, I mean, we're, we're obviously, we're always going to make mistakes, Yeah, yeah. but um, I think one of the things was just like, kind of like what I said, like that senior year where I was like, you know what, forget about it. Like I've tried the whole good girl thing. I've tried to um, invite friends to Bible study. I've tried, they haven't showed up. So you know what, I'm going to take it upon myself to do the things that I want to do, to do it the way I want. And the even on top of that it was like I'm not even gonna lie like I saw success in in conforming to another way of life outside of who God had called me to be talk about it from culture's perspective I had the most amount of friends I was more social than ever I was um kind of even just like posting things that I normally would not have posted 
on social media, just like things that just like weren't me, but it was like, well, everybody's flocking to it. So it's working, I guess. And like, that Mm -hmm. was successful. Um, But it didn't satisfy me at all. Like I would still feel loneliness. Like I would still feel lonely, even being surrounded by so many people. And so I think that that's one of the main lies that the enemy I feel like the enemy tries to tempt you with, well, it looks great. Like there's, um, there's a Psalm, I think it's Psalm 73 where, um, Asaph is kind of like observing the lives of like ungodly people. And he's saying like, oh, they have all this wealth. And, uh, they basically he's saying like, they are living the good life. Like, I don't get it. Like God is God, you're just going to bless them. Like they're living the good life. And, and he says, he even says, and I've been like so obedient and I've done this. And it just feels like they are um, so successful. And at one point in Psalm 73, he talks about how he enters into the sanctuary of God and his perspective changes and he finds out their destiny. He said, I think he uses the word destiny. Um, But basically like, Asaph goes into the sanctuary of God and like puts on eternal perspective. Um, And he's like, you know what? Now I know like life with you is better because you're always going to be with me. Um, You're always at my right hand and their destiny without you is eternal separation from you. But because I'm being obedient and because I choose to have faith in you and do life with you, my destiny is when the grass fades and the earth fades, I'm going to be with you forever. And that is the gift of God. And I think in our 20s, it's easy to think like, oh, our 20s are the now and they're going to last forever. And um, like, we're just going to live it up. And but the reality for us is like this, this earth and this, this time that we have right now is very temporary. It is so mm. short in comparison to eternity which is hard because it's like, you don't really think about that. (laughs) It's hard to think about that when you're just living life. But um, I think just, I think putting on that eternal perspective one and really saying like, okay, um, this obedience and this stepping out on faith and this being yielded to the spirit and this, you know, being aware of my convictions, it isn't all for nothing. One, it's honoring to God. Um, And two, this is what will satisfy me eternally. Like when the world is over, um, if you think about like what, it's 2021, that compared to like eternity is like nothing. (laughs) Really? Literally like (laughs) like a second. Literally like a second. And it's like, we don't think about that. Um, When I think about, you know, that promise of God and who he says he is and um, how we get to do life with him forever it kind of changes your perspective on loneliness because you're like wait a minute that means that I'm really not super lonely um it's just who my perspective is on like if my perspective is living for um the people around me and if I don't live up to who they think I am of course I'm gonna feel lonely all the time because I can't meet that standard that they think that I should be um And sometimes I don't want to, sometimes it's impossible to, but doing life with God is understanding that, you know what? I, 
I understand that I can't meet, you know, this level of perfection. And so does God. And he gives me grace anyway. And his promise to me is that he will continuously be with me. God is our Emmanuel. God is with us forever, our right hand. Um, He goes on to say in in Psalm 73 that, you know, when our strength fails, like he is our strength. Um, And so he's always with us. And that is a promise that we get to hold on to for eternity once we give our life to to who he is. And so I think that kind of gave me this new understanding of like, hold up a second. Like, I'm really only feeling lonely because of who I'm choosing to do life for and who I'm choosing to do life with. Mm -hmm. Um, And once that's changed, um, now I understand, you know what, I'm not really lonely. Um, And I can pray about, you know, God, would you plant me in community that that looks like you, that um, shapes me the way you do, that sharpens me the way you do, um, so that I can get to experience just even a glimpse of what eternity with you will look like on this side of heaven. So yeah, that was a very long answer, but <laughs> no, but it was so good. It was so golden. It was, it hit everything on, on the nail because I mean, you talked about you gave a really good account of Psalm 73 and then just treading through it, just how your perspective changes. I keep seeing posts lately, just talking about the opposite of worry is worship. It's like everything changes when you're with them. Like everything What's that song What's that song. It's like, Jesus, you change everything. Like that's that song is everything (laughs) because it's true. Jesus, you change everything. Like what you wouldn't even think that, just a couple moments when you're not thinking about your situation or your loneliness yeah. in this case, it, it would really change the way you think about everything. Like it changes the way you interact with people. It changes it your prayers. And that's when it becomes so awesome when you yeah. begin recording like the moves of God and you begin journaling or however you choose to record, it just becomes yeah. so much more significant because you look back and you're like, wow, like Jesus, you change everything. And yeah. to, it's really hard to understand that in the moment because your, your emotions are all over the place and you're like, Oh my God, I'm lonely. But, (laughs) but you know, that was just everything. If you just need to go back and listen to that great answer that she just gave, please do so please. And she mentioned the word, which is honestly exactly what I needed her to do to head on to the next thing, getting into the word. It's a helpful way to combat loneliness because it places us in direct connection with our maker it changes yeah. the focus from our issues to the promises. So, so good. Just <laughs> want you to tell people why it's so important to dig deeper into the word, not to just take it like just what it is. Some people, you know, they they just read Proverbs and they're like, oh, well, you know, Jesus will be a friend closer than a brother. They'll be a friend that'll be closer than a brother. But I don't <laughs> see any friends and nobody's yeah. close to me. So mm. why is it important to just dig just a little bit deeper into the word yeah um man this is loaded okay so one the word is is god's story it is the best story um of redemption and the best way to understand who god is to grow closer to him to draw near to him um it's also just Mm life-giving um we know that the authors and this, I think I was reading somewhere where this, like the Bible is the most like historically accurate, um, like 
piece of text, I guess, like ever written mm-hmm. um, because it has so many accounts of different people um, that like it has, it's the most heavily researched, I think, of like any other historical artifact. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote wow. me on that, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> I read that. Um, but yeah, and so it's just so life-giving. Um, but I think even to go deeper, like you were saying, and not just take it at, at face value is because there's so much, so much cultural context that like those of us living in the world today, like we wouldn't understand it because we weren't um, in the culture of that time when these like texts were written. Um, and so just learning about, you know, okay, like, well, how even, okay, I'll give an example, like researching like some of the women in the Bible, one of the biggest topics is like, oh my gosh, should women be in ministry? Should yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but when you read the word of God and you see how Jesus was so um, just open to allowing women into his ministries, like into his ministry, like dining at the house of Mary and Martha, staying there. Um, like Mary Magdalene was like the first person that he told that, you know, he was risen from the dead, like all these different things mm-hmm. um, that he really included women in. And it's like to understand, like, why was that such a big deal? Was that, you know, if you research and do it and look into that cultural context, like at the bottom of the totem pole, like they in that in um, in that culture, like women were not respected um, they weren't allowed to even be in the same rooms as men at some at some times. Like if men were over at the house, you weren't supposed to be in the same room as them. Um, you know, women didn't, you know, study under a rabbi like things. And like Jesus, we know that he was like a cultural culture, like disruptor. Like he he came, he, you know, turned it upside down. Um, and so even like studying things like that. And really taking the time to like, even if it's just one verse that you're looking at, but like, go look it up in the commentary. And what's this actually meaning to the people at this time? And how do I apply this to my life? And what does this say about who God is? Um, Not what we think the scripture is, but like, what does this say about who God is? And what is the context behind this verse? I think we'll drastically change how you study the word, how you read the Bible, how you share what you're learning about. Um, and then also I have this verse that I was reading, I'm reading first Peter and this verse, I think it's first Peter three fifteen. Mm-hmm. It says, um, it says, but in your hearts revere, or let's read the new living translation. <laughs> um, instead you must worship christ as lord of your life and if someone asks about your hope as a believer always be ready to explain it and so i think that kind of like was something that i was like you know what if somebody really asked me like like if some random person just asked me something like would i be able to explain why i believe what i believe and i feel like for the longest time no i wouldn't have (laughs) Like, I really wouldn't have because I would just read, sometimes I would just read chapters on chapters just to get through the book to say that I read it um, and not really take my time and study it and get to know who God is and 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 what, what the theme or the message was behind a specific text. And so when we do that, I think, you know, when people ask us, when people are curious about 
why we believe what we believe or just want to know more about who God is, what he's done in your life, like you can really explain it with accuracy and with clarity um, once you've begun to study it for yourself. So, yeah. <laughs> that was a very yeah. long answer, but yeah, yeah, these long these long answers are great. They are exactly what people need to hear. And honestly, <laughs> the conversations people probably want to engage in themselves. Like I because getting into the word and investigating it and challenging it or finding yeah. that the word is challenging my own faith. Yeah. I was like, no, this is something that people are really wondering because I'm not saying that you won't ever be that passionate about yeah. the word in the beginning of your faith journey, but you may just be like, you know, this word is the truth. It's, I, I believe it. I believe it in my heart, but mm-hmm. it's different because now I'm doing something that I've never done. And to me, it came with maturing in the faith. Now I'm yeah. like, oh, wait, no, like, when was that? Now I want to know whether this happened in 100 BC or, or, or AD. Right. Or, like now I'm, I'm really concerned about the details. And yeah, the Lord can speak to you regardless if you're like studying that hard. The Lord can speak to you in between the lines. Yeah. But I, I've just found that studying the word and just, I, I say challenging the word because I mean, people say that and the traditional Christians are like, what? Don't tra- <laughs> challenge the word? No, no. Like you can challenge the word. God's yeah. not afraid of your questions. So yeah. you shouldn't be afraid to ask them. Um, and I would just, I would just, fa- oh, that's another thing. Um, a lot of, I love when pastors say this. I love when preachers tell you that, you know, don't take my word for it. Don't just right. take me and Jasmine's word for it. Like yeah. really take the word for it that is what they challenge me to challenge the word. Yeah. So it's like, get into the word because not only does it just change a situation, like we said before, but it it simply just gives you an entire new perspective and you'll just see so many things. And it just, the focus will be like, not on you. Like it was on you, but now it's just not about you anymore. And I just love it. (laughs) (laughs) But I just want to know, you know, for the people who don't have the highlighters, the people who, you know, they, they only thriving off the U version, you know, yeah. I just want to know what tips do you have for people who really want to do that? really want to get in the word. They don't yeah. have every life highlighter and, and pen, but right. they just want to know what resources, where can I start just attacking the word a little bit better? Yeah, um, of course, like you mentioned, there is the U version app. Um, my favorite apps that I've been using um well I guess not even apps but um on YouTube if you like YouTube if you're a visual learner I definitely recommend the Bible Project yes Um, it just walks you through the whole entire Bible um visually and it's great like the like they really studied studied the word they give you context um and it's just fun I like to listen to or watch those like right before I start a new book of the Bible or if Mm -hmm. I just need a refresher um or like really, really just don't understand what I'm reading. And I'm like, okay, maybe if I see it, <laughs> it will help me understand. Um, yeah. So I love that. There's also a podcast called The Bible Recap. Um, and I, I know they have a website where you can like download a year in the Bible like plan. Um, they have like a year in the Bible plan. And they also have um, like you can read through just the New Testament or just the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. But they have a podcast where... For each day, like let's say it's day eight and you're reading like First Peter 1 through 5 or something like that. Mm-hmm. They have a podcast where they will recap everything that happened in those um, specific chapters. So I love that. 
Um, there's also an app called Enduring Word, which is like a commentary app. Um, and these are just theologians and people that have studied the scripture that know it very, very well. <laughs> and they go verse by verse and just walk through a chapter or a book of the Bible. Um, and you can look up whatever book of the Bible you're reading, whatever verse, you can look it up and people will um, give cultural context. They will give, you know, Hebrew word for um, different words, Greek words for different words. Um, there's that. And then there's one more that I love. Um, well, actually, I guess two more. One, there's an app called the Faithful app. That's another like visual learning one. And that is just yeah. more of like your daily devotion. So if you like um, to do a daily devotion and you want like a video format, um, the Faithful app is really cool. It also allows you to like track each day what you're um, like, how much time you spent in the word. Um mm. There's the first five app by Proverbs 31 Ministries. They like, oh, I love the idea behind the app. Uh, the first five app is great. It's the whole idea behind it is that you spend your first five minutes of the day with God. Um, and so they break down, they go through a book of the Bible. I think they're going through like Colossians right now. And basically it's just like a whole bunch of writers that write for Proverbs 31. Um, they take turns like writing a little daily devotion. So they'll just write like a personal experience. They write what they, um, you know, their message that they're giving. Mm -hmm. And they always give some type of like theological, cultural background. So I love those. And then if you want physical studies, I recommend Delight Ministries or For the Girl is their sister ministry. They have yeah. great books. Like I love their books. Um, Move of God is good. They have a daughter's series that walks through a bunch of women in the Bible. Um, I did, I've done the study of apps with them. That book is really good. So they just have a bunch and you guys can go to their website. It's, um, delightministries.com. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Like seriously, like these are resources just for me. If you don't know, <laughs> I ask guests questions that I'm wondering myself or yeah. about resources that I'm looking to, um, invest in or just take time and explore myself. So this is for you. This is for me. This is for yes. everybody. Um, and actually, we have honestly reached the end of the questions. It's actually <laughs> perfect timing, perfect timing. But we covered a lot of ground. We covered a lot of yes. ground. And we talked about everything from leaning into the word to dissecting and challenging it and how that advances our faith from just experiencing loneliness and just what the word says about what we're going through and our feelings and our emotions through it. So I'm going to pull a you and I'm going to ask you to pray us out. Just pray yeah. over those people who are in that season where they, they just don't know their own head from toe about where's their community and, and where's their support and yeah. how to just get out of this self-pity and just pain feeling. So I just ask yeah. that you would pray over them and invite the Holy Spirit in as you do. Of course. Um, well, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just want to thank you for this day, for all the ears that are listening right now, for anyone who's tuning in. Um, we thank you for the space. We thank you for using Abby as a vessel um, to to facilitate this podcast, Lord. Um, 
Holy Spirit, we just invite you into this time. Um, we thank you that you are a God, you are Emmanuel, that you are with us, um, mm-hmm. that you promise to never leave us, um, not now and not ever when we give our life to you, Lord. Um, and so we're just thankful for that. We're thankful for your extension of grace. Um, we pray that for those listening that are going through this wrestle of of living for the world or, or living for you and trying to figure out who they are and who you've called them to be, Lord, we pray that you would plant them in community that reminds them of who you've called them to be. We pray that you would plug them into different local churches, um, different friend groups that call them up, that sharpen them, that remind them of, of who you are and who you've called them to be. Um, we pray that they would just have this new desire and hunger to learn about who you are, um, to do life with you, um, to pick up and dust off their old Bibles and start again, Lord. We're just so thankful that you redeem stories. And we, we're believing and we're expecting that you're going to do that um, to whoever's listening today. And we just thank you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for just providing some insight and dropping some wisdom. It was amazing. It was amazing to have you. Yes. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to hear it. And let me tell you guys, Jasmine was the very, the very first individual to invite me to her podcast. So please, please (laughs) do check that out. I will have all her links, social media handles, everything. I will have all of that in the description. And if you want some encouragement floating on your timeline, follow us on IG at Convos, where you can also be involved in more convos. Please do. Just start, just, just slewing them in the comments. I will be right there with you. And probably Jasmine will be too because she's, yes. she's she's quite the follower um, <laughs> but remember that you're not alone and you never have been god is always right there you are living in an answered prayer whether regardless of someone else prayed it or you prayed it over yourself you are indeed living in an answered prayer so i will see you guys next episode next friday when the next episode drops and Jasmine, do you have anything else for the people before they go? <laughs> no, guys, be blessed. Um, again, yes, make sure you follow Abby. Pick, make sure you follow her page. Um, and you can follow Let's Brunch at Let's Brunch Pod. And you can follow my personal page at Jasmine Chroma. Um, yes, be blessed. Have a great day. Uh, and thank you so much, Abby, for having me. Of course. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>